Welcome to episode four of the Blake Mayfield podcast, uh, now streaming on Spotify and iTunes, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I have two special guests today. I have Alfredo Lopez to my right. I have Jared Meyer straight across from me. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Doing great. Yeah, same. Doing great. Nice, nice. So we don't really have like an agenda or really like topics to talk about today, which I'm actually kind of happy about because I think it's going to turn out good. Uh, I just want to real quick say thank you guys for the support and for uh, listening on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, I did the little poll uh, yesterday or whenever day I did it for a reason. A lot of you guys use Apple a lot more than I thought. Like I know you did and whatnot, but a lot more people used Apple than I thought. So I had to get it on iTunes and I'm happy I did. Uh, we're here now. I'm very excited. Uh, we're doing it kind of professionally. So it's just a lot better than being on SoundCloud and not getting paid for it and not getting any kind of um, advertising or sponsorships, which I do plan on getting here sometime soon. I just got to, you know, build it up organically. But uh, it's been a great start to the year. I've had a great start to 2019. Uh, I'm like, I'm in the gym now. Um, it got this rolling. Uh, got my teeth whitened the other day. Like, you know, just, just good stuff going on. So uh, I don't want to talk about myself for too long. But yeah, I just wanted to get that off for everybody that's listening. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about first, if anything at all? Or you just kind of just shoot the shit? Honestly, I think we should just shoot the shit, just like go off. Because, I mean, we had a pretty good conversation just like once he got in here. So Yeah. And that just came up organically. So, I mean, yeah, we could start talking about anything. Like, we could even go back to the 5G stuff and talk about why everybody... Yeah, we'll, we'll do that later. We'll do okay, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, sure. I don't want to start off fucking going Alex yeah. Jones, Joe Rogan on him. Uh, <laughs> did you watch it the other day? Uh, no, I don't watch that shit, dude. That shit's cancer. <laughs> Alex Jones is the most entertaining guy in the whole fucking world. Yeah. This guy was on there for five hours screaming about shit that I just don't even... Like, it was just all over the place. It was so fucking fun to listen to. Um... Yeah, I don't want to do 5G yet. Well, what do you guys think about the Summer Walker Drake song? I, I just want to, you know, I mean, we all love Drake, so let's talk about this. Did you listen to that Summer no, Walker and Drake song? I actually didn't. You're not missing much. What'd you yeah, think? Yeah, probably. No, no, I just thought it was nice to hear, you know, old Drake. It was kind of a little mix of old Drake talking about women, you know, and it kind of, it was kind of mixed with a little bit of how he is now. So it was just nice and refreshing to hear something new but you know went back to his roots type of thing you know what he was good at what you know we all love drake for you know yeah mm-hmm. do you guys think he's put on an album this year because I, I don't no, i don't think no. he should no. well, I, I think he should take a year off because he hasn't taken a year off since like 2014 i think he's put some out if not two things out every year that's true but he did i mean he did put out a 25 song album last last summer so it's kind of like technically two albums yeah, well, exactly. It had enough. It hadn't that many songs uh, that they could have been. Uh, yeah, two albums. But yeah, I mean, when you take someone like Pusha T putting seven seven songs out, he he actually probably brought it down to the best seven, and that's why every single song was good. Fire. Yeah, it was amazing, it was crazy, incredible. Um, yeah. But with Drake, it's. I mean, yeah, I, Drake's incredible loves Drake. too. Yeah, he he's a great rapper uh, or hip hop artist. Uh, but I mean, honestly, when you put out 25 songs in like one album, you're not coming out with another thing or another album for a year or two. I, yeah, I think he's going to wait. There's no way. He did a lot of features last year. Like all the features he did were big hits, you know, Block Boy, uh, Yes Indeed. God's Plan was insane. God's Plan won a Grammy. Yeah. It, yeah. That shit had like a billion streams in like a month. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, 
it was also the perfect time of year to put out something like that. Middle of January. What the fuck's going on in the middle of January? Like, that's music-wise. I mean, nothing at all. It's just dead. That's definitely so, true. That was smart. But it had it had something else going for it. Like, I mean, honestly, it it just yeah had. It was a hit regardless. Yeah, it was a hit. Like, yeah. I remember uh, at wrestling tournaments and stuff. I mean, of course that song would come on, and it was even after two weeks, it was overplayed because that's all people listen to. Um, yeah, pretty much when we would be uh, sitting in front of the mats, that song would come on and everybody would start screaming that shit, um, which, I mean, was was cool, but, I'm yeah, I, I definitely think it was a hit. Uh, God's Plan was probably his best song last year, for sure. You think that was better than all the other singles? You know, I, I could say yes, just because uh, it... Oh, there was also that... I. Forgot the name of the song. I haven't listened to it in days. Uh, the Kiki deal. Yeah, oh, in my feelings. In yeah. my feelings. Yeah, that song was also. Uh, I mean, everybody liked that, but uh, at the same time, God's plan was released like right then. Uh, so everybody kind of enjoyed it. At, like, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you enjoy like other genres and that kind of thing. You're a lot of people listen to God's plan. Well, I think just because you know God's plan did that great was just because it had such a you know. A good message behind it. It wasn't filled with, you know, doing drugs, you know, sipping yeah. lean and, yeah. and yeah. you know, hooking up with girls and all this, you know. So I think that everybody could just kind of stand behind it and relate to it, you know. My just... little sister knows the words of that shit. She was 10. Yeah, she no, was nine I, last exactly. Year. Like, like I, I think that's, yeah, that's definitely uh, what he was trying to get across, too. I mean, because mm-hmm. he hasn't had a hit like that in a long, like a smash single. Drake always puts out hits. Drake's always, you know, top five, yeah. ten, or whatever on Billboard. But he doesn't have smashes. God's Plan was a smash record. Yeah, no, that, it was insane, because, yeah, like you said, ten-year-old, like, our ten-year-old sister was listening to that, and that's, like, he reached out to such a big audience. Like, it's crazy, like, how many people listen to it. Like, even, there's even memes about old people, like, listening to that, jamming out to it, because... There was memes of him fucking sitting there crying, hugging the kid that he gave, you know, 30 bands or whatever to, uh, mm-hmm. and the mom, in the video. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah, he's sitting there yeah. crying, he's all hugging him and shit. I mean, it was cool. It was, it was good to see. Yeah, it was honestly a really good message. Yeah, like he said, it's, it's, it was a good message, talking about, like, how, I mean, like, being nice and actually caring for other people is, is the way to go, you know? I thought that was cool. And honestly, yeah, he was a genius releasing it in January. That's No one else was releasing anything in January. And that might be one reason it was so big. But at the same time, it... It's a it hit just, regardless. Yeah, it was that, a That hit. was going to be like, a big hit was, regardless. Yeah. If that came out when good. Scorpion came out, that was still going to be... Like, if that was in my feelings, yeah. that was still going to be played all summer. That, yeah, you know, It's facts. just one of those songs. Well, yeah, and it just gave him some more time to you know accumulate those views. Because if you start from January to December... And, mm-hmm. you know, he released the album. When was it? End of June. It was like June, June 30th yeah, June. or something. So, it was like the know, very end. As soon as it was kind of sputtering out, you know, dropped the album and people were listening to it again, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, while they're just listening to the whole album in general. Albeit it was a long album. Yeah. There. yeah and there are some was... songs on there where it's like, all right. Like yeah, Ratchet Happy Ra- Birthday, yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. Happy Birthday. Yeah, that's probably Final my, Fantasy, my I don't need that. I actually like, you know... The I'm not even a fan of March 14th. That I much. like Blue Tint. That blue, song. T- blue, yeah, tint. That song blue Tint. I've come around to Blue Tint. He was playing Blue <laughs> yeah. Tint a lot last year, and I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't like Future on it, but but it's lyrically, cool. come on, you yeah, gotta, you gotta love this song. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'm fucking again. I know. Oh, I mean, come on. 
<laughs> who can't relate to that though? You yeah. know, we all go back to our exes at some point in yeah. our life, so we all can relate to you know, like yeah. trying to reignite old flames. Yeah. You know, that's just top of the charts, back in their hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I, did he say I strike again? Whoa, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. nuts. <laughs> I strike again. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Drake's an arrogant fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, like, let's, Drake is oh, arrogant yeah, yeah. as fuck. Mm-hmm. But you can't. I mean, think about it. He came He's from fucking rolling around in a wheelchair in Degrassi to, yeah. you know, the top artist in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been having these visions of the life he's living since he was Jimmy. All he had to do was go and get it. Like, you know, he told us. He, he tells us. Yeah. So in other words, you guys don't think an album is coming or shouldn't come this no, year? No, I, think I don't, I don't think features. so either. Just yeah. stick to features. That's yeah. kind of like... He's going to kill the summer like he always does. He'll have the shit. He'll probably do a song with... Well, we know Blueface and him got a song coming. Ugh. You hate Blueface, uh, but yeah, no, uh, nah, man. Tatiana's dope, bro. Nah, just, that's a good song. Dude. In the car, that's a good song. No. I don't <laughs> care where you're at. I don't care where you're at. I mean, in my opinion, yeah, a lot of a lot of chicks will like get down to it on like at a party or something. But I don't care where I'm at. I will not enjoy that song. I don't care if I'm trying to get a good pump going like for a workout. I'm not gonna enjoy that song at all. It's just there's no there's no meaning behind it at all. It's just a sound thought, Diana. It's that's a lot of songs though. And those are the songs that I don't uh, tend to like. If if it's just talking about yeah, just I mean girls getting down like all that kind of stuff. It's but it's for it's for parties and stuff. I mean like, we talked about it on the last podcast like it's it's for parties yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's, it's not well, like well I mean I guess you can say the same about uh, Mobamba too. Oh. I go, you know, oh, just, that fucking brainwash of a song. I mean, yeah. it, it, I let me tell I you though, I tried it at the yeah. concert, dude. It was, it, it was, was lit. Wild. Oh my goodness, dude, the mosh was ridiculous. You Mo know, I took Bamba. my little brother, right, and yeah. so he couldn't even, you know, he couldn't even hang inside the on the floor. He kind of like pushed his way out. Just I don't because, know if I could hang in the floor. Dude, like, it was just, <laughs> it's not a mosh pit. There's no injuries. You, you know, just like, had to like, <laughs> you know force your way in there and people would like throw elbows with you you throw elbows back it was just so Damn. fun it was fun was Travis crazy. concerts are a rage dude like I mean, yeah. he's sitting there screaming fuck security get up on the chairs like I, you guys didn't have chairs but at the at the damn tour uh, when he was opening for Kendrick, uh, you know, we had chairs on the floor, and he's like, get on the fucking chairs, fuck security, security's all pulling everyone off, like, it was lit as fuck. No, he, some dude actually... He gives, the be- he gives better shows than Drake. Yeah, no, no, he definitely yeah. gave yeah. a better show. He's the biggest him. rock star in hip-hop right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but... Besides, besides Ye, but Ye's kind of... Uh, he's gotta get it back. He's gotta get it back. No, but... I think he will. The concert but... was, the concert was definitely something that I would recommend anybody to, you know, to take part in because it was just wild you know people were just lining up right on the floor you could barely breathe it was kind of it's kind of gross if you really thought about it <laughs> you know you're just in this arena full of people and you don't know where they're from and you know they're all just sweaty and i i, I mean i was sweating myself i probably looked like i just jumped into a swimming pool with my clothes on yeah it was just wild. you definitely get soaked at a concert like, no matter was, if you try to or not it was crazy you know i saw you know girls being trampled on some person had a freaking seizure and they had to be carried out of oh, the floor. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. God yeah, damn. It was, it was crazy. It's not a mosh pit. There's no seizures. <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely a crazy, crazy experience. It was a good experience, you know, for my first actual rap concert. Because, you know, when we went to Drake, that was kind of just... 
It's a rap concert, but there was definitely, I mean, it's Drake. Yeah. And Roy Woods, yeah. too, which I didn't yeah. expect, but, like, he's Roy, R&B. Yeah, and Roy Woods. Pleasant surprise. Yeah, no, Roy Do you know Roy Woods? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 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 he's dope. He sounds the exact same live. That was actually a really, really pleasant surprise to yeah. get that, because I did not expect him to, it wasn't on the bill, like, it's not, my ticket's right up there, it's not on the ticket at all, like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, Roy, Roy Woods was good. Snake. Yeah, no, I, I, people weren't feeling Migos too, too much, you could tell, you know, they weren't, they weren't there for Yeah, because they're fucking sitting there high on lean, like, <laughs> fucking, yeah, muttering their words and shit. Drake was definitely the best part of that concert, oh. but even, like, even he didn't sound like himself in a lot of those songs. You could really tell how much 40 does for him. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, he admits that, you know, without 40, I wouldn't be here. So it's like, you know, he gives credit to his man. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool. Um, I guess since we're on hip hop, so we don't think Drake's going to drop anything. Uh, are you guys anticipating Yandi? Uh, I mean, I'm over it at this point, you know, it's just kind of drops whenever it drops. But at this point. Yeah, you know, no. we're supposed to get it in what November? Yeah, Black and, Friday, and then and then you know yeah. it's pushed to 2019. So it's kind of like well, you're supposed to get it when he was on SNL wearing a the tri- yeah, <laughs> wearing a Fiji bottle, <laughs> wearing a Fiji bottle on stage with Lil Pump, <laughs> censoring every fucking word to that song because you have to censor it because you're on yeah. TV and uh, yeah. probably, I, it's a I nasty song to perform that, on NBC. That that. <laughs> it is like you're such a fucking hoe like I love like you can't go on SNL like play power. Yeah, you like, like, what, what are you doing? Like yeah, that's I actually haven't seen that video. I might look it up after this. It's honestly but. hilarious, but it's kind of like it's embarrassing. Yeah, cuz like you can re- you can really tell he's just losing himself in the middle of all of it like I I I hope he's like out of it now, but you can definitely tell that Kanye lost himself there for a couple years, in the middle of Yay and the yeah. push shit. Like him and Cuddy's album was incredible. I I don't know if that was recorded before they fucking like he had a breakdown or like I don't know. But him and him and Cuddy's album was incredible. I don't, I know you guys aren't the biggest Kid Cuddy fans, but yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean after Yay, like there was what's the one song besides Yikes? Yikes was good. Um. I wish No Mistakes was longer. Oh, uh... He needs to let Charlie Wilson just sing the shit out of whatever the... Fucking, make no mistakes, girl, I still love you. That shit was fucking flames. Let me, let me look. There's a song, you know... Oh, um, All Mine. That's, that's... No. I I do like All Mine. No, really? Yeah, it was... Let me hit it raw like fuck the outcome. All of us wouldn't be here without cum. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it's it's, true, though. It's true, but come on, man. But it's clever shit like that that I look into. That's why I like Drake. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's that's why I like Drake, because, you know, he always has something to say in every single song. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. You always gonna have a little little nugget of something when you leave. No, but I I really like Violent Crimes. Last oh, the, the uh, Fallen? Yeah. Dreaming? Just, just like the yeah. substance of the song is just like, I mean, it, it had its, you know, dark twist to it, but it's like, wow, you know, it was definitely aimed towards, you know, the older fan base of Kanye, you know, like to have kids and, you know, they can relate to, you know, how he's talking about like his, his daughter, you know, dating some dude and like, you know, she, he beats her, but like, how is he going to say something because he beat, you know all his other girlfriends or whatever. So, I mean, I really, I really like the substance of it, you know, and it just kind of made you think like, wow, you know, this is the dad party on good. Yay. You know, the old yay. Yeah. You know, the, the wise father type of yay. So it was, it was, it was nice. I really, I was able to, you know, kind of relate to it, you know, like 
well when I have my kid or, you know, hopefully I don't have a daughter. But, you know, what if I do have a daughter, <laughs> nah, dude, I just see a whole bunch of these, you know, all my friends. I don't want a daughter either, trash. man. You know, I don't want a daughter in I'd rather have world. a. I feel like a son would be easier, man. Yeah. As a man, having a son would be a lot easier. Yeah, I know. It definitely would. Just You're going to worry about your daughter. You're going to worry that she's going to find a piece of shit like you were when you were 16. Like, you oh, know, yeah. it's, and you know, they're out there. Like, kids are kids. Well, that's, uh. I mean, that's why I want to have, like, a couple boys first and then have the daughter so they I can don't, protect yeah, her, so you know? I don't have to yeah. worry about it, really, because, I mean, I will <laughs> I don't I will have to say, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like, as a father, you always have to be like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want my daughter to end up with a piece of shit. I don't, wanna, I don't want my daughter to end up doing, like, something shitty with her life, you know? Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, if, yeah, if two boys or something before her, I, I mean, they're going to take most of the most of that out of my hands which is which is gonna be nice but if i have a daughter first that's when it's the shittiest like situation because i mean a younger brother she's not gonna take him seriously i mean that's pretty much for like anything like if uh yeah if the son says yeah you need to like i don't like this guy she's she ain't gonna care so yeah i definitely think it'd be nice to have a boy or two boys before a girl because and also, uh, yeah, it's like you said, it's definitely way harder to raise girls. Like, just from what I've seen, it's, yeah. It well, I don't think it's, hard. like, hard to raise them because, you know, I think that having a daughter will, you know, really put some perspective, you know, and help you grow as an individual. And, you know, it's just the fact that, you know, you hear all these crazy-ass stories on the news that, you know, these girl joggers are fucking disappearing, mm-hmm. you know, at universities. And Didn't yeah. the one here turn out to be a hoax, though? Sherry Papini. Oh, okay, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, I mean, that's that was no. national news though. Yeah, that's true. That, we're we're only in national news for shit that is bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean national news is only shit that's bad. But like car fire, Sherry Papini. Like we're only in news for bad shit. Like Paradise Fire. It's like it's never anything good. Yeah, but no, but that's like, news. But like situations like that have been happening recently. Like where where people will be like, yeah, she literally left like twenty minutes ago, and then all of a sudden she's gone. Like, and that's, that's kind of shitty that, I mean, people actually have to worry about that because, I mean, yeah, you don't ever think about it being like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you think, you think of it not as a joke, um, but you don't take it really seriously because that, that should never happen, but it, it's starting to happen like a lot, which kind of just sucks, but. Is it that, or is it just with all these cameras and all this technology, we just hear about it more? I feel like it doesn't necessarily happen more. It may, but I just think we hear about it more just because everyone's got a camera. Everyone can record shit. Everyone can give info to someone, even if it's false. Jesse Smollett. Like, you can make any fucking story up you want. Now, when you get caught, you get caught. But, you know, I just think that, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just the most recent example. But I just feel like, you know, the way technology is and where it's going, it's just, it's so much easier for information. We just know so much more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know though. I feel like now it's gone to a point where we have so much information though getting thrown at us that we're, you know, kind of becoming numb to it. Desensitized. You know, desensitized, and now like those stories aren't coming up anymore because it's happening so frequently. So I think it is happening more frequently just because the location services on your phone. You know, if you go on Snapchat yeah. right now, you could go see where everyone's at. That's true. You know, I think it's so funny because I mean, I'm obviously not this kind of person. But I think it's so funny when people are sitting there getting fucked up and like flashing money or something. I'm like, yo, if someone really wanted to, they can come get you right now. Yeah, and well, take all your shit and fuck you up. 
I don't understand, like, when kids are doing, like, kids your age and shit. I mean, people our age do it too, but I feel like it's more like high school kids. Because they just don't know. You know. They're just sitting there fucking, you know, smoking or drinking or whatever, talking, flashing money, flashing whatever they're trying to, you know, flex or show off. And I, I don't know, man. It's just, <laughs> I don't like it. That's why I don't post a lot of shit on social media that isn't the pod or isn't, you know, uh, me trying to get a message out there. Like, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at and what I'm doing. I don't want you to know. Mm-hmm. Apple already knows. I don't need anyone else to know. <laughs> you know, I don't need Instagram or uh, Snapchat to know. Um, what do you guys think of, what's your guys' opinion on this? Uh, Drake said earlier today that Meek Mill had the greatest comeback of all time. When? The last few years. From back to back till when he got oh. out of prison. And and now after the album is out and he's got another hit with Drake and I don't know I think he's probably just trying to rebuild the bridges that were burnt you know I mean it's cool I'm not too that beef was fake yeah that's my theory that was a fake industry beef you think so yeah I mean a lot yeah. of beef look at all the money they're making now yeah. and look look at all the shit they're doing now like if they really didn't like each other like that I don't think they would be you know uh, so cordial and so fucking like. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they beefed over Nikki, and maybe there were some real hard feelings there. I just don't see it. They both get so many women. They're gonna really beef over Nikki, and that's not a disrespect to Nikki, but it's like but, she's no, just one woman. I don't think that the fact that you know you're saying just Nikki, I don't think that's the case. Just because you know these artists can have literally whatever woman they want, but you know it's kind of they want to go for someone within their own. I don't know what. Playing field or industry, uh, industry, or, you yeah. know, their type because why are they gonna go for someone, you know? They're going for trophies, about. exactly. And that's just like, oh, I got Nicki Minaj or I got Cardi B or you know, well, like, or maybe not even. Maybe they're just, you know, they want somebody who doesn't look at them like a superstar. You know, they want somebody who looks at them as like an equal because there mm. will always be that. You yeah. know, there might always be that type of, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm better than you because, you know, I made money. I'm an artist. Yeah. Compared to, you know, if they were to date, you know, another artist or another, you know, actor or something, you know, at least they are kind of see each other and they respect each other because they're doing their own thing, you know? That's why Drake misses J-Lo so much. <laughs> he talks about her on every song still. Well, I mean... From the block like Eugenie. Like, every song has got to mention her still. Well, he mean, misses J-Lo. Well, I mean, who wouldn't miss who J-Lo? Who wouldn't miss J-Lo? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. J-Lo, God. Diddy still talks about J-Lo. Fucking... <laughs> and A-Rod's got to go in the comment section. Yeah, she's all mine. <laughs> she is. Um... Okay, well, what are your thoughts on the whole Drake Meek thing? I mean, but, but not saying the beef be effect, but he had the greatest comeback of all time. Because... Thinking about it, I can't really think of many other, like, comebacks like that, where they went to prison, or, like, the whole internet was trying to get them the fuck out of here, and they wouldn't go away, and they kept putting out good... Because I still think, like, DC4, uh, Meek's mixtape from 2016, after the whole beef and everything, that was fire. That's better than his last two albums. And Championships was a good album. If I could be honest, I think uh, 6 9 about to have the best comeback of all time. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, because obviously everyone knows he's he's a joke. Like, he's a faggot. He's going to get killed either in prison or outside of prison. Yeah, no, that's... And that's not a joke. Uh, Yeah, no, I definitely... He's only getting out if he snitches. And all of the gang banging... What do you mean if he snitches? They already snitched. Yeah, they he, think. Yeah. No, it's not he think. He, no, yeah, he, he already <laughs> snitched. You yeah, know? The trial isn't until September. We're not going to know till September. Okay, but, but why would they dangle something like that to him if he, you know, he, of course he's going to snitch, you know? he's not. Gonna, I think he should. These dudes were plotting to kill him. Yeah, but I think he's snitching more than what was, you know, 
what they kind of... I think he's definitely telling the governor or whoever the prosecutor is more information about other people around him than, you know, just his, like, manager and stuff like that. That's why. More than just Glow Gang or... or um, because... Trayway. Because the prosecutor, there they have the upper hand, you know? Of course they're going to try to get more information so they can prosecute more people, make more money. Why wouldn't they have the upper hand? You mm-hmm. know, they're the negotiator. Yep. Six nine, you know, his life is on the line, you know, whether he wants to be free or not. So of course he's gonna spout and you know, of course the prosecutors are gonna, you know, try to negotiate for more. Yeah. Alright, and we're back. We just had to do a couple of piss breaks. Okay, so um I have a headline right here. It says future of cues of rejecting the women from entering club. He said, quote, no fatties. Oh shit, I saw some memes about it. <laughs> what does everyone think about future not wanting fatties in the club? Hey, you like what you like, you know? I mean, when you got the money, who fucking cares? Yeah, that's that. <laughs> I mean, it's men, just... Men are so misogynistic. We are so disgusting. Okay, yeah, but at the same time, like... <laughs> Yo, future's gonna, a piece of shit, What dog. are you gonna do about it? Like, are you gonna freaking do a lawsuit with him for discrimination? Like... No, it's just, it is what Why it is. Why is Future yeah. too good to fuck a fat? I feel like fucking the fat chick's not the worst thing. Uh, you know, like he said, you like what you like. I mean, there, there's certain guys out there that love a little If I'm Future, I'm going to fuck a fat chick. But you're not Future. Yeah, I'm but, not Future. <laughs> well, except, yeah, but you, you may say that, but you're not in his shoes. So it's like, I oh mean, when he, when he has crazy amount of money. when Crazy I amount mean, of fame. He, crazy amount of success. fame. He could get pretty much any bitch he wants. Do you, do you really think he's, you know... He's still crying about Sierra not being there. Well, yeah, well, of course she's freaking Mother of his kid man, fucking well, sitting, she's there, beautiful. sitting there. Yeah, Just, she is. Letting Russell Wilson fucking be the father of the kid. <laughs> but, he hates Russell Wilson. You know, it's so funny. With the future thing, it's just like, I mean, is it right? No. But what are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's us, fair. Us as a society have put him... On, on a, a pedestal. pedestal. And so, you know, you reap what you sow. It's as simple as yeah. that. You know, these type of people are becoming role models for our youth. So, Oh, my God. I mean, if you don't like it, then teach your kids differently. It's yeah. as simple yeah. as that, you know? Yeah. That's true. And I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah, that was kind of a piece of shit thing, I guess, uh, to say. But at the same time, we're, we're like, our role models now are low pump. Six nine, like all them. So, it, they're not role. They're popular. They're not role models. Uh, I mean, you know, if we, uh, if we want to be, like I don't think them, kids legit want... look up to Little Pump and Six Nine. I just think they're entertaining. Okay, so I think then our generation and our society's, you know, f- admiration is focused on those type of people. So, what do you do when you admire somebody? You try to be like them, right? Yeah. So, Kanye made his whole career off that. Yeah. Every other album, he was working with people who, like, you know what I mean? Like, he looked up at T-Pain. Made a whole album with T-Pain, 808s. Sounded like some T-Pain shit. Yeah, like, a lot of these artists do the same shit that we do, you know? I mean, they're people, too. People forget that, man. Like, these people are, like, just people. It's just, they're not normal, even though they try and say and act like they are. They're not. I mean, you know, when you have that much fame and money and success and you have to deal with all the legal bullshit. Because these guys are getting sued left and right every day. These guys got eight to ten lawyers on hand, at, you know, at least... These guys are getting sued left and right. I mean, there's a lot of stress and anxiety that comes with that. It's not all just fun and games. Mm-hmm. It's not all, let me walk in the club and get the fat bitches out. Like, it's not that simple. Yeah. You know? 
And I think that, you know, gets to these guys. I wish they would talk about that more in their music. Like, we know Drake does. We know Ye does. Like, you know, I wish, like, I wish Cole talked about that more. Yeah. Like, we were talking, Cole needs to switch it up. I don't want to hear any more Cole beats on, on his albums. I don't. It all sounds the fucking same. Yeah, I liked it. I, I I appreciate Cole, you know, just because I feel like it's still... He's dope, but... I feel like it's just him, you know? It's no... There's been no pollution, you know? You could see and you could listen to like the purity and what he has to say and he like has meaning behind it. So that's kind of why I still fuck with it. You know. I still yeah. fuck with Cole. Don't get me wrong. I just think he should rap on other beats. Like Middle yeah. Child is amazing because it's a T minus beat, and T minus is a great producer. But yeah. it's because he's rapping on a different beat. Well, like I said, I um, don't want to hear another KOD or For Your Eyes Only. I don't. Well, like I said, like I said, I mean, even though, even though I mean, songs that have been uh, like the, his most popular songs weren't really his beats at the same time. You know? Yeah. KOD. KOD was still I, I really like that album like honestly that's a good like, album yeah. well, well I'm not like, I, I feel like I always get misconstrued I'm not saying Cole's whack I'm not well, saying no, I didn't no, like KOD no I understand I'm not saying you're arguing that I just don't that, like but. his beat like when he like really raps on his beats but honestly like I thought KOD was one of the best albums last year I, and yeah he, I can definitely agree yeah, with that I agree with that and I mean yeah I just I really enjoy uh, was it top him. five I would say top five because it goes like I mean I'm not really not in order but is it like, better than Astro and Scorpion and um, and Yay and all that shit you know, Daytona I think that Astro World Scorpion and Kod all had their own specific lanes you know it's not whether they were better than each other I think they all just did really well at what they did you know Drake kind of produced an album that is kind of reminding me of just like you know as a business major you know because i'm going to school for business and finance mm-hmm. he kind of just just pushed product you know he just pushed yeah. so much product out there so that every you know everyone in the united states or in the world was able to relate at least one song on that album and so that's how it that's how he's making money you know because every single song song was able to relate to every kind of facet of society you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Cole had his own thing, and then Astro World had its own little thing too. So I mean, I think they each had their own lane, so to say. You know. Yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. Cause yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, Drake put out like so many songs, and I mean, he that that's a really smart business decision because yeah, absolutely, yeah, in the yeah, streaming era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have the most so, songs of anyone on your album. That's yeah, it's genius. Exactly. Like he. I mean, it's cheating, kind of, but it's genius. Yeah, I mean, like people are comparing the Scorpion uh, first week numbers, or you know, they were to the Yay first week album numbers, and I'm like, dude, Yay has like a fourth of the songs. Like, of course, it's gonna be lower in streams and sales. Like, you know, they do the stream equivalent to sales. But, like, but really, would it though? If you think about it, if the album shorter, wouldn't that allow you to play it on repeat more? Instead of putting the whole Scorpion album on repeat more. That yeah, means... but there's more product to listen to on Scorpion. That's true. So that means... I mean, there's literally just more product there. So I'm not that... saying that Ye's better, because I don't think it is, but there's but just more product. Logistically speaking, wouldn't that mean, you know, more people are spending more time listening to Scorpion, so that would not give them as much time to listen to Ye? You know, you know what I'm saying? Because they're still stuck on Scorpion. Mm. You know, it's just... Part of his, part of his well, tactic. Well, no, and it's just... That was know, definitely but, a part of his tactic at that, that is, time. Okay, you know that. that at Every that time. song is about Kanye on that album. 
I swear to God, every song's about him. I don't know about that one. That's, a lot. That, that's okay, a God's plan wasn't because I was that way before. Nice well, for what wasn't, but a, a lot, lot of, of those no, songs. I feel like he had like a few lines that were dissing, but honestly, I mean, a few. Yeah, a, every a other few. bar he's given Kanye bars. Yeah, he I made mean, a whole song about how he has Uber X motherfuckers coming to Hidden Hills and and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I just like a lot of his. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I just like in my feelings. What like what bar really did he give to Kanye? He's talking about Kim. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, just, <laughs> I mean, he's talking about Kim, dog. Yeah, I guess. It's I don't just, watch that Kardashian show, but they call her Kiki on card. Like her sisters call her that. Okay, but and Drake hangs around. He texts Chris, "How's the family?" That's what triggers Yay. Like, dude, he's not stupid. He's doing the shit for a reason. He literally was on the shop with LeBron and Mav and said, I recorded In My Feelings after I went to Wyoming and the whole beef went down. He said he did that shit afterwards. It's plain as day to me. I mean, I don't know. But was Drake aware of everything that went down after Montana? Oh, what do you mean? Like, aware? Well, you're just kind of saying that, like, you know, he recorded In My Feelings right after he went to Montana. But I thought they were still on good terms until they dropped the album. The album. I think... I think when Push's album dropped, and then, I don't know if you guys remember Infrared, but when he was yeah. dissing him on Infrared, and it was a yay beat, and Kanye did every beat on the album, that's what Drake, that's what set Drake off, was just the fact that, like, yo, I just fucking left. I was just making music with you guys, like, not with Push, but with Kanye and them. And now you're going to come and fucking allow this dude to diss me on your beat? But Drake's kind of a hypocrite. Yeah, because he two, was birds, dis- two birds, one stone. He know? was dissing Push Cuddy on a yay beat. And Cuddy. And Cuddy. Yeah. And then he wants to fucking whine on the shop about, you made fun of my friend who has MS, but you made fun of someone who's in rehab for mental illness, who wants to kill themselves, but you want to fucking complain about your friend having some shit? That's, see, like, I love Drake, but man, he's a fucking hypocrite, man. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So is Ye. Kanye's definitely a hypocrite. I'm not, I'm not influenced by politics no more. And then fucking New Year's Day, Trump all day, 2019. I mean, you know, he's a hypocrite too. He's the biggest one probably in hip hop. That's why all of his protégés fucking don't like him and respect him anymore. That's why Cole's dissing him every chance he gets. Yeah, except <laughs> honestly, I mean, it that was kind Cole of... Cole loves Kanye. Kanye knows Cole loves him and Drake. Well, but... I mean, in the, in the same, like, I just think he did it really be... I mean, not only, um, but I think a big reason was because of publicity. Who wasn't talking about him wearing the MAGA hat? Like, uh, so many people. I Kanye does love the publicity. Yeah, I don't he care. Does, he wants to be the most famous rapper in the world. Yeah. And he's I, definitely one of them. Yeah, I don't care, like, if, um, I mean, you're not even into hip-hop. You're still, you were still talking about him wearing the MAGA hat. That's just, that was just kind of... You know what's sad about all that? I don't think that really got the traction he thought it would. No one really cared all that much. It was like, oh, Kanye's ranting in the White House. I think people more kind of just felt bad for him after that. It's very obvious he's bipolar. It's very obvious he doesn't take his meds. It's very obvious he doesn't have a strong support group. And it's just kind of sad to watch him just go scatterbrained for 30 fucking minutes hugging Trump. And I'm not, and it's not the fact that it's hugging, if he was hugging Obama, it's same shit. It's like, why are you, why are you even there? What are you talking about? And I know he was talking about, you know, fixing Chicago school districts and he was talking about police brutality. I mean, he had good ideas, but it's so off the wall that it's just hard to keep up with. Yeah, I mean, I guess. And he admits that, you know, I have a mental illness. I don't treat it. I don't try to treat it, you know. And I I mean, he said, name one genius that ain't crazy. I mean, you know what I mean? (laughs) Name one that isn't crazy. Einstein was nuts. A lot of these dudes were diagnosed with like schizophrenia and shit. 
Like, all these dudes had serious shit going on. And, I mean, I think that is part of what makes Kanye so fucking great. Is that he does have something wrong with him. Mm. That's what makes it so different and unique and better than everyone else's. So, why do you think there's a difference, though, like, between 808s, you know, the time where he was producing 808 and Heartbreak, and now, you know, is it just that now that he has a platform, he kind of, you know, he doesn't take his meds because he feels like he can be himself now and he doesn't have to be someone else? Or what do you think... My theory is, um, my theory is that all this, and it's been kind of building over the last decade or so, is a traumatic response to his mom dying. I think all this is a lot of brain trauma, a lot of emotional trauma, a lot of not being able to actually heal because you're so famous and because you always have to work. I mean, it's like he said, um, on Real Friends back on Life of Pablo, uh, when was the last time I wasn't in a hurry? I can't remember the last time I went to a family reunion or I wasn't in a hurry to get something done or gets, you know, it's like he's just... I just feel like a lot of this is him, and he admits that he doesn't sleep sometimes for three or four days straight when he's working on something. I mean, that is not healthy for anybody. You know, he doesn't he doesn't stay hydrated. He doesn't eat. Like, he admits that he does this shit, you know? And, of course, that contributes, but I think a lot of this is just a, a response to his mom and a response to being a Kardashian. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I'm not even saying, like, the Kardashian curse. Uh, I was actually talking to him about this a little while back. I think Kanye's biggest problem in his music is what is your struggle? Because originally he was this black guy from Chicago who grew up really poor in a really... South Side Chicago, really the roughest neighborhoods in America he was involved in. No one believed in him. He, he was just a producer for Jay-Z and Rockefeller. No one wanted to hear him rap. Finally, he gets his rapping shit off. Everyone realizes he's dope. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has stories to tell. And he has, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And he has a message to get out there. Now it's like, you're worth a hundred something million dollars. You're like the creative director of Adidas, you know, you, you, Oh, did he get the position? I think, Oh, I know he applied for it or whatever, but he's going to get it. Um, he's, you know, married to someone who's richer than he is. He lives in Calabasas. Like what the fuck is this guy's motivation and struggle anymore? And I think that's part of the reason we've seen a decline in music. I don't think him being with Kim has anything to do with his decline in music because Pablo was not a decline in music to me. That was a fantastic album. There's only a couple songs that I was like, eh, I don't really need that. Every, besides that, I thought the way he put features, the way he used certain people for ad-libs and whatnot, using Young Thug on certain songs or Weekend or Ty, you know, and, and or even Andre 3000, like, I just think that, you know, he's still a genius musically, but yeah. it just, I just don't think he's motivated. I just don't know. I don't think he knows what his struggle is. And he has, I don't think he's really dealt with the death of his mom even 12 years later. You know, I don't think he's dealt with... Obviously, he doesn't deal with his diagnosed mental illness, you know. I mean, and for better or worse, you know. I mean, he, he does as he as he wants, but. Um, well, I mean, I, I think that's part of the reason that we've seen the decline in music, at least, and even him. Yeah. Well, even like that, I don't think. I mean, I don't think all music really has to be based on like a struggle, because I mean, yeah, we. I mean, that'd be cool hearing about like what other people like what their problems are, how they solve them, kind of. It's the best music, though. It is. When someone's uh, hurt, you get the best product. Yeah, I mean... There's a reason Take Care is Drake's best work. Yeah. Well, I Drake just, is not hurt by these women turning him down anymore. No. He needs to stop. Dude, we know you're not hurt. You're Drake. Okay, but, you know, like how I... You know, the quote that I sent you the other day on, you know, Buried Alive interlude. You know, women be the tastemakers of the shit we make in. That's what girls want to hear. Girls want to hear guys <laughs> crying over other women. I mean, they want to feel like they're wanted. Everybody wants to feel wanted, but yeah, absolutely. Women are 
you know, they're kind of, in every facet of society today, they're kind of making the greatest impact, you know. Take a look at politics. Rightfully so. Politics, you know, you know, workplaces, you know, there's this Me Too movement that's kind of putting men, you know, on the spotlight of what their actions, what they're doing, and, you know, kind of nipping it, you know, all this injustices that have been going on, you know, for the past, I don't know. I, 30, wow. 40, yeah, 50 however, years. However yeah. long. So, you know, I think that Drake's still doing it because there's still a market for it. You know, why are you going to stop producing something if it's still selling? Well, see, I have the same problem with Kanye's music as I do Drake's. I just don't know what his struggle is anymore. But Drake never talked about a struggle, though. Like, yes, he did. Not having, you know, about women, but... He, I, I, he was wheelchair Jimmy. No one wanted to hear Drake. I mean, I, I that was like his struggle back in the day, trying to get on, trying to pay his mom's bills, trying to, you know what I mean, uh, you know, trying to live the life he's always wanted to live. Now it's like he's achieved, he's achieved more than he probably thought he would at this point. And it's like, I, I, and I, you know, you are right. I, I don't necessarily need a struggle in everything I listen to. You know, everyone's a little different, but. I just, I, I like substance. I just don't know what substance-wise Drake's going to give us in 2019, 2020, and so on. You know, looking at Scorpion. I mean, Scorpion didn't have much substance. It was just a lot of good hit records. And that's fine. That's okay. Because he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest ever at that. But I just think the content and the decline is on the horizon for him. If it hasn't, maybe already started. Well, I mean, if you think about it, money... I mean, a lot of people, like, especially uh, people that don't have a crazy amount of money... They always think that money money solves like all happiness, uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. To be honest, so many rich people, so many people that have made it, said that they're the loneliest loneliest people on earth. And if you think about it, I mean, yeah, Drake Drake might say, I mean, yeah, he's Drake. He could probably get any girl he wants. But uh, I forgot what the personality is called. But it's like a self. Um, like when you when you kind of fuck yourself up pretty much like uh, when when you have a good situation going but like you truly can't be happy, and because you're just uh, you know I, yeah I, I just forgot the word um, but that's probably what Dre Kanye like all all the people kind of do um, they they have a good situation going, and they just I don't know they just kind of mess it up for themselves because I don't know if it's messing up. I think it's kind of maybe they've dedicated their lives so much to getting this fame and getting this money that now that they have it, it's like, now what? Yeah. You know, like, what are you supposed to do now? You have it all. What are you supposed to, you know, aspire to, you know? Like, Drake, now he has a kid, so maybe he could kind of content-wise, you know, dedicate music about, you know, his kid, you know, Kanye. I like to hear that. But, you know, it's just... These individuals have focused their lives into just acquiring money that all the relationships that they once had, you know, along the way have been, you know, ruined. You know, bridges have been burnt just to get to where they are, you know, today. And now they're kind of left with nothing, you know, emotionally, you know, and that's kind of why that's the struggle that they're facing, you know. Something, uh, yeah, like how you said that um, friendships that they had uh, could be like burnt and stuff, kind of just ruin and stuff. Um, also, when you're when you're that popular, when you have that kind of fame, it's kind of it's actually like pretty much impossible when you meet new people to actually spot a real friendship instead of just being like, hey, this person 
this person's rich, like, or, um, A, like, this person's famous, I've looked up to him, like, that's why they're my friend. Because, honestly, if you think about it, if Drake was just a normal old dude from Toronto, like, would would you want to be his friend just as much as the other person? I mean, it's... No, I mean, a lot of people, no. Exactly, so that's why they're, pro- like, the famous people and celebrities and everything are probably the loneliest people, because they, they don't know who wants to be their friend for real, like, they don't know who they could really trust and not just uh, be used, you know? So, I mean, that's that honestly is probably the struggle of pretty much all celebrities. I mean, like, especially uh, rappers and stuff, because, yeah, if I, if I really think about it, it's, um, yeah, they, they don't really, if you don't have friends that grew up with you from, like, this age or, like, from five years old, you know, you can't really tell if they're, if they're really your friend or if they just like you because you're famous because how do you know once you lose all that fame lose all uh, what you had how do you know they're still going to be with you well and i think that you know that thought process too is what's causing them to lose their actually real friends because they're just so paranoid by it happening so frequently that they kind of just look over you know the true friendships you know the real friendships and so they mm-hmm. kind of get this thought process oh like if so and so did this how can I trust so-and-so, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of... And I think that that's just the human aspect of us because all of us... I was going to say, I feel like I've been through that know, all and I'm of not us, famous. Yeah, and all of us rich. have, you know, experienced that, you know, like we get, you know, backstabbed by one of our, you know, what we thought is so-called friend. And so you kind of get paranoid. You kind of shut yourself out from everybody because who can you trust? And I think that's just something that makes us human, you know? Mm-hmm. So you guys are saying like that, that's what you want to hear. And you're fine with with hearing, because I th- I think we do hear that definitely at least in Drake's music. I thought yeah. that's almost all of his music. Yeah. Nowadays. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, that would that would definitely be cool. But like, that was uh, pretty much me just saying like, even yeah, even though like Kanye, like you said, he doesn't really have a struggle. When you when you say yeah, Kanye has a, a like he's dating Kim. She's she's rich as fuck, obviously. Uh, he's rich. Um, they live in Calabasas. They have a dream life that I mean me uh, probably everybody all of us would want but like at the same time if someone comes up and like wants to be his friend how does he know that that's for real or if they just know that it's Kanye so they just want to be chilling with that because he's a celebrity and how do we know if he didn't lose yeah exactly if he didn't lose or if he lost all his shit today would you still want to like chill with Kanye, that kind of thing. So, he, yeah, I bet it, it's that's a struggle for pretty much everybody. It's yeah, like. But what I I don't want to hear something that's fabricated. You know, at least it's genuine. I don't want to, I don't want them. You know, rapping about something that they've never experienced. You know, mm-hmm. because then it's just they're just trying to you know relate, but they have no they have no experience like. Just being being a hypocrite, you know, and then you can you can tell when people are being hypocrites, you know, through music or movies or fame, you know, like you can tell if people have definitely lived through those experiences or not. So I'd just rather something, you know, wherever Drake goes or Kanye goes, I think I just it's gonna be genuine, and I'd much rather listen to that than something that's been fabricated, you know, telling stories about I don't know, like all futures music. Yeah. I don't do any of those drugs. I talk about my music. I've been saying that for years. But he's still making t- well, not really anymore. He's not really as hot as he used to be. But uh, you know, he's still making tons of money off of you know fucking Percocet, Molly Percocet. Like you know what I mean? It just shit. Like that's his biggest song. 
Yeah. Ever. And that was only a couple of years ago. But it just shows like he's already declining. He, he didn't have a hit on his last album. That shit came and went. Yeah. He had a song with Travis that didn't do anything. They're on the same label. Like, you have the label pumping money into you and you got, you know, one of the hottest, if not maybe the hottest guy right now on your shit. And, you know, it still didn't go anywhere. I just, I, I think people are getting bored of the content and whatnot. And thankfully, man, because I'm so tired of this pill era where it's cool to fucking sit here and do drugs and fucking, you know what I mean? It's just too much, man. After you see Lil Peep and Mac and all these guys, you know, what happens to them, it's just like, all right, dude. Like, we're, we're too desensitized. We're, we're too, we've gone too far. We need to pull it back. And the guys that don't pull it back, I think we're seeing the decline because people just aren't fucking with that content anymore. You know, drinking's cool. Smoking weed's cool, you know. But I think past that, it gets a little dangerous. Especially when you're talking to 13, 14, 15-year-olds. You know, I mean, it's sad the amount of people I can go on Snapchat that are younger than me, that are teenagers. And I, you know, going back to the whole, you know, throwing money up on Instagram or, you know, showing off what you're doing and getting fucked up. Like, that's cool now. That's in. You know, it just shouldn't be like that. And it wasn't like that, I feel like, not too long ago. You know, even a decade ago, I don't think it was that bad. I'm, of course, it was still relevant in the rap music, but not like today. Well, I don't know if a decade ago they had the platform to do it. Yeah, that's another no, thing too. I, yeah, I think that's Snapchat wasn't even around. Yeah, Instagram wasn't even around. Facebook was barely, you know, <sighs> getting off. Getting yeah, Twitter off, just man. started. Yeah, but you have your like freaking grandparents and your your mom and your dad on Facebook. Of course, you're not going to post anything on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. just how it is. But you know, now that there's a platform for it, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, and then you could kind of edit who gets to see what. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives yeah. people some type of immunity and pick and choose who gets to see. Yeah, your life, you know, so yeah. that's kind of why there's a different. I think there's always been an issue. I was talking to uh, some one of my dad's clients, and he said, you know, oh, you go to Anderson, the little whorehouse on the hill, and I was like, whoa, like what makes you say that? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm like, you know, he's like, oh, I went to Anderson too. Don't get offended. He's like, but you know, like back in the day, you know, it's kind of you know, you can get whatever drugs you want. Everyone, everybody was like snorting coke and all. That. I'm like, really? You know, and they're like, it's like, yeah, it's kind of just. You know, whatever. You know, so I think that it's always been around. It's just people have a platform to do it. And I feel like now that that's happening, now that there's a platform, the younger kids, like, you know, middle schoolers are able to see that. And it's, you know, happening at a sooner age, if that makes sense. Yeah. Than I, it yes. was before because you're not experienced, you're not, you know, exposed to those things until like freshman year, you know, but. Let me tell you, you know, going to Anderson Middle School, I think I was exposed to all that probably like seventh grade. I think so too. Yeah, like around seventh yeah. grade. So I think too early. And it just keeps on getting pushed back more just because the access to technology and, you know, how we're able to add anybody on Snapchat or, you know, have these. Post anything we want on the World Wide Web or, yeah, on these apps that, yeah. If your profile isn't private, anyone can see, you know, you doing some fuck shit or whatever. Yeah, no, when I was, uh, I mean,. You know, when I was, like, probably in eighth grade and stuff, like, and, or even when I was in fifth grade, nobody was, like, really cussing. No one was, like, acting, acting like they were as mature um, as, you know, like, freshmen, sophomores in high school. But, like, nowadays, I know, like, I mean, I don't really know them, but, like, there's fifth graders, fourth graders, and third graders that are cussing like sailors, bruh. It's insane. I was two in fourth grade, though. I mean, I got in trouble, but know, I was two. I, to be honest, I mean, yeah, I, I was, like, uh, going to church and stuff at the time, so I wasn't, like, I wasn't really, 
like that much into it but even even my friends like where they yeah none of my friends really cuss as much as they did none of my friends really like would always talk about weed always talk about like that kind of stuff when I was in like fifth grade but nowadays I see third fourth and fifth graders cussing just as much and uh, when I went to the logging conference um, I a few weeks back I saw kids with iPhone 8 pluses and they were third to fifth graders um, they had iPhone X's iPhone 8 pluses like it was insane and that's all they were on they were just like this the whole time instead of listening to the instructors um, and that's probably why kids nowadays are cussing so much like talking about drugs so much because they've been introduced to it by technology and yeah it, it's I mean that's that's what I think is kids are mat- maturing a lot quicker um, I don't know if it's maturing but I think kids are just trying to be adults yeah. way sooner than they you know they need to yeah, be yeah that's pretty yeah. because yeah, I remember you know in high school you know I just you know, I want to graduate yep. you know I'll have all this freedom and now looking back I'm just like damn I had it good in high school you know I didn't yeah. have too many responsibilities I just you know did my homework you know I did my sports and you know that was it but now, you know, you've got bills to pay for, you know, car insurance, car payment, phone yep. bills, you know, and it's just. If you don't have something at the house to eat or, you know, to use to eat, you have to go buy it. It's like, it's not just like you ask mom and it's there or, you know, whatever. So it's kind of just like, you know, people are just maybe society is just trying to, you know, go too fast. You know, they're trying to grow up way too quick. And reality, you know, growing up kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess. I mean, you know, I can go wherever I want now, you know, and I drive my own car and, you know, you have that, you know, financial freedom to an extent, but, you know, you're kind of just looking back at, you know, back before when you were eight, you, before you're 18 years old and you're just like, you know, I had it good. You and know? you never get to go back. No, you It's don't. always going to be like this. No. no. You know, you can never. It's realize, always going to be like well, this. Well, you can never realize the good times when you're, you know, living. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Just, it's yeah, as simple. True. It's as simple as that. So you know, you always look back and reflect. But you know, hopefully, you know, us as parents can you know influence our children and you know. I don't want them. kids, man. That shit's too scary. Oh, I man. want kids. I mean, I do want kids. Well, you know, I, I do, but like I said, shit right, is scary, man. Already, it's scary. Well, right now, that's like you you say that, but so many people like I've. Yeah, so many people will be like, yeah, I don't want kids. Uh, I don't want that responsibility. I don't want uh, another person's life in my hands in in a few years. But what's greater in life than, like, literally having, like, an offspring, than having, like, kids? It's like someone that's, like, half of you well, that you get to raise and you get to, you know. That's basically our only, t- our own, our only ticket to immortality, if you mm-hmm. really think about it. And legacy. Know? And legacy. I mean, just a piece of you lives on forever. So, I mean, that's what that's I That's all I'm chasing. Great. Immortality? Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, legacy. Like, it's like, I, I don't know if, maybe it was you I was talking about this with. Like, I'm not really in this whole podcast thing to get famous or even necessarily to get rich. I mean, do I want to make money? Yes. Do I want to have a big enough audience to where they listen to me and care about what I say? Yes. But it's more just like having something that when I'm gone, like, it's still there. And like, my kids or wife or, you know, whoever can have it and, and keep it and live off it. You know, I think that's. You know, that's priceless. You know, legacy. I think legacy, you know, should be the most important factor in your journey. If it's not, you should rethink, you know, your journey. Yeah, well, what you're going to leave behind should be, you know, what you care about the most, I feel like. Yeah, no, like I've always talked to you, you know, like you say, what do you want to do? You know, I just want to do something great. 
you know that's yeah just that's how make an impact on society you know on your community so that you know they can forever remember like oh you know your grandpa or your great grandpa you know built that stat or you know he uh came up with that idea um, piece of or that business or that or... bit yeah you know so you kind of just want something you know to be remembered by because our time here on on earth is very limited, very limited you know most of us are probably a fourth, maybe about a fourth done yeah. already. Yeah. It just it don't feel like that, but you put it in that term, it's like that's kinda scary. Yeah. It's like I was uh Oh you were in there. Like we were talking to that guy in the sauna yesterday who was with his son. <laughs> yeah, that's kinda weird. But uh he was like uh forty one or something. He was talking about how like when you hit forty it just it, as a man it just things change. It's, like, it's just different, man. Like I'm forty now. I just it's different. My son's like sixteen, it's just weird. He's about to be an adult, you know, and it's like, obviously, I have no idea, you know, really what that's like, but, you know, I can kind of feel where he's coming from, because, like, now that, like, I'm 20, it's like, yeah, all this freedom, all these bills, like, yeah, you got it, but it's like, you know, what's, what's after that? What's, you know, what keeps you going, you know, and I, I think that's what I'm most interested in, that's what I'm most passionate about, that's why, you know, I wake up every, every day and go to the gym, or I'll wake up every day and work on this, you know, it's like, some days I don't want to. I fucking hate the gym sometimes. Fucking hate it, dude. I don't want to go in there at all. But you just, you know, you get to a point where it's like, it's necessary. Yeah. You know, and I know it's necessary. It's like, I don't want to sit down and eat fucking veggie burgers every day, but it's necessary. Mm. You know, it's like, do you want to do that? Or do you want to go back to getting made fun of and being overweight and having your literal health at risk? You know, yeah. it's like, it's just, you got to choose one or the other. Everything's about choices, you know. And I feel like that's obvious stuff, but I'm just, you know. It's kind of going on, but well, for the whole thing that you said, uh, like what's after that, like, um, like once, once you, uh, I mean, do pretty much everything you wanted to do, and like when you say you don't want to have kids, that's that's when your mind's gonna change because you're right now you're probably like, yeah, no, I'm I'm 20 years old. Why the fuck would I want kids? But once once you like reach your goals, what's after that? Like you're. The thing, the thing is, is when a kid, child, when you raise them and when they meet their goals, that's, that's what, as a parent, that's what's the best thing. That's what your life is about after that, which I mean, yeah, that like once you get your dream job, once you do that, you're going to be doing the same thing every day, which isn't like bad necessarily, especially if it's your dream job. But what's, what's really going to change? Because after a while it does get boring. Like I... I mean, it, it really does, but that's when you're going to want to at least, you know, try something different in life, and you're not going to want to get a different job. You're going to want to do something like have kids and let them reach their goals, you know, that kind of thing. It's kind of like coaching, and, you know, if you ever get a chance to coach, it's, you know, a great experience, but, you know, you're basically in their lives, and you're trying to teach them, you know, specific skill sets. And once you see them incorporating those skill sets, what you know, apply it to whatever they're doing, you know, it's amazing. It's one of the most beautiful things you'll ever experience because you're able to influence somebody to do something and you know become better individuals for it. So I think that you know, just having kids, you're just you're basically making your team. You know, you have you know, it's a good way to put that. Yeah, you, know, you have your greatest teammate for life, and you're kind of just creating your team so that they could succeed too. You know, have a championship, you know. <laughs> championship team. celebration during you know, regular have a, season. You know, have a championship team, you know, and then kind of just yeah, let the team go on. You know, that's kind of how I how I see it. But like I said, if you got a chance, if you have any opportunities to coach, it is definitely something, you know, 
to look forward to. We'll look into just because just the benefit of, you know, having that sense of accomplishment, accomplishment, you know, having that sense of, you know, you were somebody who influenced somebody who, you know, mm-hmm. wouldn't have known otherwise, or you don't know, you know, where their life would be because coaching along with it is, you know, you're, you're giving life advice, you know, not so much in the middle school, but whenever you're like in a, a power, in a position of, you know, not power, but like some type of authority, you're a role model. And so, you know, you have to, whether you like it or not. Well, yeah, exactly. And so you have to, you know, it's not all about whatever you're doing at that moment. You have to figure out ways of how mm-hmm. to influence them and how to listen to them and, and how to, you know, kind of direct them. So you have to kind of give up a piece of yourself as a lesson, you know, and so that's kind of what, you know, you're training your life experiences into their success. Yeah. Know? Pretty much your goal is to make sure that the kids that you're teaching, um, your kids maybe, uh, that you hope that they're going to be more successful than you. Like, yeah. if, if I could be honest, like, I definitely want my kids to make an even big, bigger legacy than me. Like, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's your goal in life, so... That's why I think it's like the best feeling of accomplishment when you're coaching, when you're doing that, because when you see a kid that you taught from a young age, and now they're all of a sudden, I mean, I'll just like, maybe they're going to be in a, like a professional soccer player. That's something amazing. That's something that will live like in your heart forever. Look at the Curries. Yeah, no, exactly. Like Steph is so much better than his dad, but his dad don't care. Yeah, his, his dad he wanted that. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Lavar. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, like, uh, that, well, I mean, it's funny, but like, I have no problem with it because the fact that like, you know, and it has nothing to do with even like race. It's just the fact that like, what's so wrong with the dad being proud of his sons and believing in his sons? Who cares if the shit he's saying is false? I think it's a great thing that we have someone out there who's you know, I mean, you know, his son's not better than LeBron, but like, yeah, I, the fact that he believes that. That's awesome to me. Yeah. I, I have no problem with that. He's just like any other, you know, proud dad in any type of sport. Hey, you dad, yeah. yeah you know, He's just you, talking shit. Exactly. You gave him a platform. No, youth sports, you know, you got your dads talking crap to each other. It's like, you know, talking to each other on the side. My son will kick your son's ass. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah, no, he ain't. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think that it's just him being, you know, a proud dad. And he just has that platform to express his opinions, you know. But, I mean, I don't. Whether you agree with it or not, that's up for, you know, debate. Yeah. But, you know, he's kind of just being like any other dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's definitely true. Even, yeah, if it's not if it's not a fact, like, it, it's nice knowing that your dad or your coach believes in you. Because, I mean, what would you rather hear if you're if you're not so good at playing the sport you, uh, you're trying out for uh, playing? Like, would you rather hear your coach say, you're... You're not that good. You're not going to make it. Or would you rather say, hey, if you keep on practicing, keep on working, you're going to make it. You're going to be big. And you won't even need them yeah, once you it, get it good enough. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'd way rather hear, even if I know it's not true, I, I may start believing it once my coach, my parents tell me that kind of stuff. Like, It's it's a, it's definitely nice to hear. And, yeah, I think that's uh, that's cool yeah, yeah. that LeVar does that kind of shit. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Um, I have one more question. I have one more thing I do want to talk about. Do you still not listen to Joe Bunn's podcast? Yeah, I don't listen to it. I don't Why listen not? to podcasts in general. The only podcast I okay. listen to is yours. Really? Yeah. So oh, I mean, thanks, I, man. I, I don't, like, yeah, I, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to podcasts. They've never been my thing, really. You know, I try to do a couple of TED Talks. You know, mm-hmm. in the car. Those are good. But, um, depends on who it is, but but I just like listening to music. You know, that's kind of my my deal. 
I don't really go out of my way to listen to specific pod, you know, whatever podcast of the day. That's just, and plus I don't like Joe Budden either. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't so, you like Joe Budden though? I like, know. I don't want to debate you. I'm just I, like. I just, I just don't like, I just don't like what he's about, you know. That's fair enough. Do you like uh, Joe Bunn's pod? I know we talk about sometimes you watch well, it. Yeah, but. I mean Joe Bunn's cool. I just I'm yeah I, I'm the same thing as him. Like I I'm really not into podcasts. Like I mean yeah, there's definitely some interesting ones. Like he's had a couple Navy Seals on there, which is cool. Wait, you're probably thinking of Joe Rogan. It's not Joe Bunn. I think I'm. Joe Bunn definitely has not had yeah, Navy Seals yeah, in the I'm podcast. Uh, <laughs> I mean, okay. he has like you know good guests, but not like Navy Seals. Okay, he has rappers. Okay, oh, you're probably yeah, you're, no, you're thinking, thinking of Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan for sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. but Joe Rogan's podcast is incredible too. Yeah, I just watched a five hour or I didn't watch, but I listened to a five hour fucking podcast yesterday. Yeah, and, yeah see, I can't, yeah. I, can't yeah, I, can't I can't really do, do that. that kind of thing. I mean, not like, straight. I mean, it was over a course of two days, but yeah. Well, even yeah, I can't really sit for sit for that long unless like I'm actually in the conversation because you know if I can't really put like input my input you know um it's it's kind of just there's no point of it because I mean these people could be arguing about something that I completely disagree with but I can't change like I can't say anything so it's like why so you guys just enjoy just music more and yeah if yeah. I'm on a car ride I'd way rather listen to some music than than a podcast that's kind of like blogs too I, I can't listen to blogs you know because mm. it's, it's people's opinion and honestly like I'm kind of selfish I don't give a shit about your opinion I like what I like that's and, fair and mm-hmm. it's just you know that's just it's a hard wall to break through I mean fuck I'm trying to break through right now <laughs> that's why I stopped writing yeah. <laughs> I'm like yeah no one's really reading the column I think I'm just gonna go podcast full time and, and it's just it's just as simple as that you know like I'd much rather you know listen to or if I if I do look at something you know I'm looking at forums you know, that applies to my daily life. Like, if I'm trying to fix, like, my truck or if I'm trying to figure out, I don't know. I've been, got, I've been getting into aquariums and, you know, fish, if you guys have seen. So, like, you know, I look up, you know, like, what's, you know, the best environment for these specific things. But it's never, you know, listening to people, like, rant about, yeah, just whatever. Yeah, no, like, yeah, if I'm in a bad mood or something, I mean, I will say music does change, like, people's moods instantly. Oh, um, good or bad. Definitely. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I'm if I'm in a bad mood, I would way rather turn, actually, I don't even think. Turn on some gummo, get your energy back up? No. Um, <laughs> no, but if. That gets my energy back yeah, up. Yeah, no, fuck <laughs> Yeah, but I would way rather, uh. <laughs> shout out to Felipe it. again. Yeah. He told me thanks for the shout out last time. He's the only six nine fan I know. So I guess Stiz too. But yeah. No, yeah. Stiz isn't a fan anymore. No, either. no. Because oh, he's talking. a snitch. Yeah, because he's smart. Because <laughs> he's not legit. Because he's smart. No. Uh, um. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, but um, like yeah, like I was saying, yeah. If I was uh, in a bad mood, I would way rather listen to music than listen to people talk. That would probably put me in a worse mood if they start saying stupid shit. You know? Yeah, because it pisses you off even more. You're like, why the fuck am I supporting somebody with a stream if I completely disagree with them and they're just talking bullshit? It's a fair point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, like, even like, I don't care if you can't dance, but if you're listening to music like just grooving a little bit, that. You know, it gets, it puts you in a good mood. Yeah. It's just, I don't, like, I'm not jamming out while they're like, yeah, so what do you really Is that how you jam out? No. Yeah, no, no. No, but it makes you drive, you know, maybe 10 miles, 15 miles over the speed Absolutely. You know, that's Yo, dude, (laughs) fuck, when I got pulled over, yeah, listening to 92 Dr. Dre, I know that's the reason I got pulled over. I was listening to fucking 
take care. I wouldn't have got pulled over. Um, <laughs> are you guys anticipating, uh, on that note, are you guys going to watch or uh, give a try to the Joe Rogan Kanye podcast? No. No? No. Uh, e- even if Yandy drops and Yandy's great. You're not going to give a listen to it? No, because I didn't even listen to freaking Drake's podcast on Beats Audio or, you know, Beats One, you know, I, when he was releasing the album. It's just... Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think just... Did you watch The Shop? No. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like the same thing with The Shop. I'm not very interested in The Shop because I love the it's, shop. It's, it's, exactly, it's a podcast person. There's no episode they, of the night. They just only talk about... I mean, they, they talk about cool stuff sometimes, but... It's their opinion, but sometimes I'll want to say, like, I mean, if I'm talking, like, with people, I I like when I'm able to say, I mean, what my side of the story is, but if it's only, like, just kind of things that I'm not really interested in or uh, people that I completely disagree with, I can't really say anything or do anything about it. It's That's already there, so I can't, yeah, I can't really do anything, but... Yeah. I think what my problem, the thing that's probably preventing me from watching podcasts is just the fact that I don't value them. You know, I just think that my time could be spent elsewhere and things that, you know, I want to focus because right now my time's limited, you know, so I'd rather just focus it on more on other things than just, you know, podcasts because I've never, I wasn't into them in the first place. So, yeah, you know, what makes it's hard to get into it when you're not into it originally you know exactly you know i'd much rather what i've been doing like on my car rides home or something because you know i drive from here to the college so that's a good you know 20 minutes 30 minutes yeah you know i've been trying to call up you know like some family members to kind of like you know just strengthen relationships just because you know what else am i going to do just because the music scene has been pretty slow too yeah so mm-hmm. i'd much rather because i hate just the car being quiet i don't like it i don't like listening to the drone oh, of the yeah, wheels no. going and you know when you're yeah and then so they start overthinking dumb shit exactly and, it's like being in the shower thinking, you know <laughs> yeah no that's why I don't take long showers yeah it just gets to you so you know yeah. I, you know I I definitely like I try to I try to do that at least once you know on the way there on the way back but I just think that you know at this moment in my life you know I have more important more stuff important yeah. yeah I feel like it all depends on interest too like I, so now like with having this conversation with you guys it's very easy for me to recognize I'm into that because that's what I want to do I mean mm-hmm. that's what we're all doing you guys is not necessarily what you want to do you know I mean you're gonna go in the Navy but you like music so of course you want to listen to music more and then mm-hmm. for you coaching sports you know shit like that uh, stocks I listen to a lot of stocks a lot of a lot of stuff on Washington yeah and I try to and keep updated with all the you know news because all your economics is, is just people Mm-hmm. You know, just how people react to different, you know, you can see, you know, Trump saying something about trade deals with China and how, you know, or like something happens within the, you know, government deals and you can see, you know, stocks shoot up, but then, you know, something else happens or you can see like natural disasters happen, you know, the headquarters to, I don't know, Nissan or something gets wiped out, you know, you'll see the stock drop down. So it's kind of just interesting being able to kind of realize that connection and, you know, benefit off of it. Yeah money wise and I, I i definitely recommend you guys if you guys can you know look get into the stocks it. look into it i, I, mean, I always say i am and I, I don't do it i mean I, it's it's just i always do that this and, is this might be kind of dumb but like it, it i just uh, i heard it on like billy and patrick this morning uh shout out billy and patrick yeah <laughs> but <it laughs> of course was, i'm gonna say it that. was kind of interesting because they were talking about the stocks um but they were like they said um something that could actually be more uh, valuable and beneficial 
So, I mean, this this kind of seems stupid, but Lego sets, they only make, like, a certain amount of, like, mm-hmm. the Lego sets. And this is for anything, but I just, I'm using this as an example because that's what they said. Um, so, if you have an unopened uh, Lego set of, like, whatever, I don't, I don't give a fuck what it is. Um, but every year, it gains about 600% value. So, people, well, yeah. It's a crazy amount because they do not make those anymore. But, like, with Hot Wheels and stuff, people try to, like, keep... You have to keep a Hot Wheel for 30 years, 40 years before you get any value. Which happens with a lot of products. But, like, um, yeah, with Legos and stuff, every single year it appreciates by 600%. So, I mean, that, that could be, like, the same things with stocks. I mean, it's just, like, an investment, you know? I mean... You could lose your money on stocks, but at the same time, if you're smart, if if you do like your research, you're gonna end up making some pretty smart investments. Like, um, yeah, I, I just think that was pretty cool. Just hearing that um, if you invest something, like if you if you bought a Lego set today, in ten years, like if you bought a twenty dollar Lego set in ten years, it could be definitely worth over uh, like two thousand. Like, and that's that's a Lego set. Yeah, I think that the issue is, though, with that is you have to find the right purchaser, too. Oh, that's yeah. what, uh, you know, and with stocks, it's kind of universal. Yeah, that's definitely Every, There's true. always going to be a market for stocks. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, my freshman year of, at Shasta College, uh, there's a stock game that we all played. I don't know if you played it, Blake, when you were with... Uh, I don't think so. With the business teacher. What's his name? I forgot his name. Oh, um... Shurig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shurig. Casey. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Shurig. But, <laughs> yeah, he's cool. Uh, he, uh, he made us play this whole stock game. And so at the time, you know, I was looking into Square, the point of sale. You know, they were worth, I think it was $27 at the time. And, you know, I was like, you know what? This is a cool new startup tech company. You know, I'm going to invest all my money into it. You know, my fake money. Mm-hmm. If you go look on the ticker right now, SQ, they're worth... 75 bucks. Wow. You know, and... What up, like three times as much exactly. as it originally and so was Exactly, and it's just like, I wish I had money. You know, I wish I would have put away some money. So I think if you're able to kind of recognize, you know, who are the winners and who are the losers within the stock market, you can make, uh, you know, good money. And it's not even who are the winners or the losers. It's just kind of the companies that you believe in, the companies that you value. You know, you could invest in Patagonia or you can invest in I don't know Nike but Nike's pretty expensive and Amazon's yeah. pretty expensive I'm saying the big ones are usually yeah I mean, those yeah. are the easy ones too yeah. so yeah, you know are... you're gonna make something back on Coca-Cola like yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny, or Facebook or something penny stocks like that's what a lot of people go into those are the, yeah. the penny stocks are dangerous you know they're, they're been, super they're dangerous. dangerous that's like, something you know if you're gonna get Wall Street well yeah. if you're gonna get into penny stocks you better be looking at the stock market every day and you're kind of yeah. just analyzing the different trends and then the thing with penny stocks is you have to have volume if yeah. you want to make any realistic money i mean yeah you hear about this one stock you know going from you know 30 cents to like five dollars mm. but that doesn't happen often you yeah. know but well, also, you, there is still money to be made in penny stocks mm-hmm. if you have a substantial amount of money so like let's say you have 30k and you drop it onto one stock that was worth you know for example let's do easy numbers 10 cents you know, and then it makes another 10 cents worth 20 cents. You just doubled your money from 30K to 60K. Exactly. But that's the only way to make real money in the penny stock game, you know, if you have a good amount of money to, to work with. And it's also dangerous as fuck to Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a crap ton of shares. Yeah. And, you know, you're, 
you're kind of uh, putting yourself at risk. But honestly, you know, that's definitely something I recommend everybody to do. You know, just invest, you know, a couple 20 bucks, 30 bucks into some stock, you know, Colgate or, you know, and just mm. kind of forgetting yeah. about it. Instead of getting your, you know, your daily Dutch bros, buy a stock. Yeah, dude. You know? The amount of money I've saved not going out to eat anymore and not like going to Dutch, even every other day, it's ridiculous. Oh, like, no, I actually pay bills and I can actually like get shit done. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's terrible. I've been only using my credit card, you know, just to kind of like make purchases. Like, I use my Discover card for everything now mm-hmm. and then kind of just pay it off like the end of the two weeks with my, you know, debit card. Yeah. But I was just looking and it's just cough, kaleidoscope, kaleidoscope, in and out. You know, have it. Get you in trouble, man. I eat out a lot. I got to chill out a little bit, you know, make some food at home just because I probably, in the last two weeks, I think I probably dropped like $500. Holy shit. I'm just going out. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you eat? <laughs> okay, well, you know, so you're eating for, I usually eat for two too, so like you gotta think oh, about it. Oh, yeah, that's you know, a good point. That's a good point. You know, it, yeah. it does. You know, <laughs> I usually eat for two, yeah. yeah. Well, like it racks up, like I have somebody else coming with me, you know, usually. Yeah, of course. So, of course. you know, there's, there's always that. But like I said, you know, like investing is definitely something I recommend everybody to do because you can never be too young. And there's just platforms you know, available to you like Robinhood mm. and Robinhood, it's completely free. If somebody sends you an invite, you get a free stock Yeah, and it's just a crazy good platform to, you know, kind of just get started. I mean, you don't want to be blowing your money left and right or whatever, penny stocks and become, you know, try to become the wolf of Wall Street because yeah. you know, yeah, it's not no, realistic. You have to, yeah. No, it's not. It's not, but, you know, invest in something you care about, mm-hmm. you know, invest in something you drink every day, you know, like. Or just investing in yourself. I'm not even like money wise. Well, I guess, you know, you gotta use money for everything, but like, you know, I feel like I invested in myself. Like, this is all investing in myself right here, you know, and I feel like that's definitely people should be going more towards. Uh, final thoughts before we all get out of here? Any, any shout outs, any kind of thing like that? Mm, I mean, shout out to homies. I have to, I'm just wondering. I pretty, yeah, shout out to homies, you know. <laughs> A shout out to Mr. Ortiz for freaking leading me to, you know, doing what I want to do in terms of, you know, work, you know, financially. He's just kind of the one who motivated me to look into investing and all that. Mr. Yeah. Ortiz, OG Ortiz, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to him oh. for getting that 30 grand payout when he retired. Dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't mean to put you on blast who, like that, Mr. Who, Ortiz. Who wouldn't, though? I mean, come <laughs> on. You, you show me 30 grand check and I'm a teacher, I'm gonna, I'll retire. Um... <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, uh, if you made it this far, please subscribe for more episodes. Uh, definitely more coming next week. I have a couple episodes already set up. Uh, hopefully you guys come back. I mean, there's definitely going to be a time where you guys come back, whether it's together or not. You know, it's it'll happen. Uh, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, I think that's all we got for today. Um, see you guys later. Have a good one.